we're starting from the bottom of Tess on base. The more I just differentiated uh, based on the Mishnah between a bar and a shore that you gave to a cheshet v'katan that we said you would be chayvan, whereas be'esh by not, and we said either we're talking about an esh that was a, a gacheles, so it was only a coal, and therefore you're not responsible, there's, there's really no fire that there was, whereas by a bar and a shore, even if it's tied up or covered over, you still have to actively be pursuing <laughs> it to watch it always. Or according to Rabbi we're even talking about an esh that's mamish, a fire, but Lamaisa, you're going to be potter when you give it to a cheshet of a cotton, because, not because he did a good job watching it, but because he was the one who contributed to the fire going to somewhere else, and therefore it's already not considered uh, hezek that you did directly. So based on that differentiation, the Gemara brings other differentiations between these various different types of Nezikin that we were talking about. There's a Chumrah of each one of Bar, Vershar, and the opposite. There are certain aspects of Shar that are more Chumrah than Bar. We're talking here about Karen of Shor. If an animal kills a person, so then we said that Ke'ilu, the owner of the animal, is Chayv Misa, but he doesn't have to actually be Chayv Misa. He pays Kaifer, where there's never a case of a bar being Chayv for a person at all. If a person falls into a bar, we said the Bala bar is Pater Legamri. So of course there's no case of Kaifer. If an animal gores and kills an Evet of somebody, we said then you pay a fixed amount, Shloishim, but that also would never apply by a bar, because a bar is not responsible for any human being that falls into it. Nigmar dinoi oser bahano, if an animal is a shara niskal, so if an animal kills somebody, the halacha is that the animal get, is chayv misa, so in which case the animal becomes oser bahano. There's no such halacha like that ever, obviously, by a bar. This is not a halachic aspect of it, but this is more of a characteristic aspect of it, that by shore moves, as opposed to a bar, which does not move. All these halachas do not apply by a bar. So in those aspects, shore is more chamer than bar. In some aspects, a bar is more chamer. It was always going to be high from the first moment, we said. Whereas uh, we said a shore, you first would be a tam, then a muad, etc. Umuad so those, point, those points go together. Since a bar is automatically, from the first moment, something dangerous, therefore you're going to be chayef from the first moment as a muad kilu nezik shalim, whereas a bar, mashenkim ishar, by ishar you have the idea of tam, etc. So that is comparing and contrasting shar and bar. Next one says the Gemara. Chaimer b'shar mi What about comparing a shar and ish? And chaimer b'ish mi b'shar. Some aspects shar has more chomers, and some aspects ish has more chomers. Chaimer b'shar mi b'ish. Things that are by Karen that don't apply to ish. Shashar m'shalim is a kaifer. First of all, kaifer does not apply by ish at all. Now Rashi says, why does kaifer not apply by ish? So Rashi is interesting. Rashi top Rashi. Ish lechay basreifasadim. First of all, if a person gets burned by a fire that you lit. Generally speaking, you're not going to be chayev. Shaila Levrayach, Rashi says. A person should have run away. Why was the person standing there when the fire got closer to him? The Imkafasuv, we're talking about a case where the person was tied up, in which case the person could not have run away, says Rashi. Amavir chayev misa, become lemid rabbinay. Rashi has a very interesting svar over here. Generally speaking, we don't see anywhere in Shas any concept of kaifer by Aish. Rashi doesn't say that. Rashi says the reason you're not going to pay kaifer by Aish is because you become lemid rabbinay. If you actions, the Aish is something that the person did, not like a bar or something like that, or a shar, which is mamayna. 
okay, here's something the person did, so you'd be chayv misi yourself directly if you lit the fire and killed somebody, and therefore, best or worst case scenario, it would become Lebedramine and you would never have to pay money. So therefore, there is no kaifer. They debate exactly what the kavanah of this Rashi is, but this is what Rashi says, why there is no din kaifer by Esh. Okay, so, see <coughs> inside. So, which the same idea would not apply by Aish again, either because there's no Chiev at all or because Kim Levi Dramine. Nigmar Dinai Osir Behano, as we said, the Shahaniska, which obviously is no such thing as Isra by fire. Must, now here's the reason this is brought here for the Gemara we just mentioned. Must, whereas when you give a Shah to a Chereshet of even if it's tied up, we said, you're going to be Chayef because the Shah is always trying to actively untie itself, never needs constant vigilance to make sure you're watching it. Mashain came by whereas if you give a Gachelis, uh, at least according to the first version of the Gemara, if you give Gachelis to a Cheshet of a cotton, then you're going to be totally potter. So in that aspect, Shar is more Chomer than Eish. Chomer by Eish and Bishar, and Eish is more Chomer than Shar. Eish Muedis Bitchilasa. Similar to a bar. An Eish, obviously, Yechai from the first moment. It's a Muad Marerei, Mashen Kimbashar, which would be a Tam in terms of Dine Kari. Chamer be Eish mi So that was comparing Shar to Bar and Shar to Eish. What about Shar? What about Eish to Bar? Chamer be Bar mi Eish. With some aspects, Bar and Eish, each one has its own Chumrah. Chamer be Bar mi be Eish, Shetchilase Asiyase Lenezek. A Bar is considered, right, you can light a fire for very useful purposes. Right, you can light a fire to make a barbecue. You can light a fire for any any useful purpose. It does not have the aspect that is automatically something that was created for nefarious purposes. Whereas a barber shesarabim is automatically created for nefarious purposes. And masu chayev you're going to be chayev by a bar. But he said even if the bar is covered over, you're responsible to make sure it's constantly covered over. If if you give it to chayev you're going to be chayev. And chayev a fire moves. A fire is Immovable mazik, umuedes lechol, bein davaroyla, bein davashainoroyla. Another aspect of Aish is that an Aish burns everything. And your chayev, when it burns everything, whatever it burns, masha'en came a bar, whereas a bar not. What part of a bar, what aspect is a bar not chayev of things which are not royala? Hold on, more, we'll discuss that right away. So this is the bright second, comparing and contrasting Aish, bar, and shark. Says there's items missing from this comparison that could have been included over here. We could have also said that a shor is more bar. We know that there's a patur of kalim on a bar. If you have an animal that falls into a bar and on the animal were kalim, he was holding packages, whatever it is, and the animal got hurt, so you have to pay for the animal in the bar. But if the kalim got smashed, you're going to be putter on those. Whereas by a shark, if a shark gores an animal, and while it's goring an animal, also breaks Caleb, you're going to be chayev for those Caleb. So why didn't the Bryson differentiate that aspect of shark, that a shark is chayev on Caleb that it breaks, whereas a bar is not? Because the truth is, by a bar, that's not so pashat. Hamani Rabbi there is a sheet of Rabbi Huda, the Mechaiva, let's get Kalim a bar. We had the Gemara back on Dafei. Rabbi Huda says, in, in a bar, you're going to be Chayev for Kalim as well. If you, uh, I think it was on Dafei. If you're going to be Chayev for Kalim as, yeah, it was, that you're going to be Chayev on Kalim and bar. And therefore, if you're going to be Chayev on Kalim and bar, that is not a difference between Shar and bar. So, my boy, wait a second. Rabbi Huda, I'm a safer. If you're telling me that you're Chayev on Kalim when they fall into a bar and break, so then what is the difference between a shar, uh, between bar and ash? We just differentiate between bar and ash. That ash is chayev on davar she'en or whereas bar is not. L'chayr, that was talking about 
Caleb. If you name a safe, a chamber be ish rebarsh, ish darker leather, chazakumu lecha bulin dover royal. Bain dover shena royal, mashen came a bar. So what is that referring to? Lukhaira says to Gemara, dover royal, my new, ate him. So normally, what is the thing that fire normally burns? Wood. Obviously, normally we need to want to burn a fire. You throw wood into it. Dover she'ena roila. What is something you on ash, even though it's not something you normally put into a fire to burn? L'chayim, that's referring to Caleb. And my she'en came a bar. And yet the Bryson says that by a bar, you're not chayav on Caleb. Now, ve'ira bihuda, if you tell me this Bryson, shitas bihuda, that's why it did not list Sharver's bar legabe Caleb. Ha'amet bechayav ha'yibud on this kekelem a bar. We said, Rabbi Huda says, you're going to be chayv on Caleb on a bar, and therefore, just like Aish, you're chayv on Caleb, even though it's not Roy, by bar, you're also going to be chayv on Caleb, even though it's not Roy. So it's clearly mashra, this price is not Shittas Rabbi Huda. So if the price is not Shittas Rabbi Huda, we're back to our question. Why did we not list bar versus shor, then on a shor you're chayv on Caleb, and on a bar you're not, because Shittas Rabbanan is, on a bar you're not chayv on Caleb. You're right, we could have listed that. This price is not necessarily telling you every differentiation between these various things. Now, the rule always is, when you say ton of a shire, that the ton of left things out, you can't leave out one thing. It has to be left out at least two items. So if we're saying that it left out the difference between shire and barlegabe kalim, there must be something else it left out. My shire, the higher shire, what else did it leave out? Shire, tomun, there is another one. Which is Talmud. We know by Aish, we said, according to some sheet, this we'll see in a second. By Aish, if you light a fire and things are hidden underneath other things, Talmud, you're going to be potter by Aish. Whereas by Shar and Bar, etc., you're going to be Chayef. So therefore, there are differentiations that the Bryce left out between these various items. This is not a comprehensive list. And just like it left out Talmud, it also left out the difference between Shar and Bar, Legabe, Kalim. Okay. So according to Rabbana, we have a, a list, but it's not necessarily comprehensive. Another way to this is the Oilam Rabbi Yehuda. Really, the reason it left out the difference between Kalim by Shar and Bar is because we're going in Shittas Rabbi Yehuda. That's Chayev on this Kalim and Bar. And Rashi points out, according to Yehuda himself, also, you're also Chayev on Taman Ba'ish. So both those things, two things that we said the Brisha the left out, according to Yehuda, are not left out at all. Taman Rabbi Yehuda says you're Chayev, and Kalim and Abar Rabbi Yehuda says you're also going to be Chayev. In which case, those things are not left out. Also, what is the difference between Asian bar? It says the Gemara, but Davish and Royla is not lav la suya kalim, because according to Behudi, you're going to be chayev by kalim a bar. If you have a fire that burns ground, a fire that burns either where you plowed or a fire that burns rocks, whereas in that case, you're going to be. You putter over. You're going to be chayv over there. Whereas by bar, that whereas by whereas by bar, you're not going to be chayv. There's no case of a bar ruining a rock, right? This just doesn't happen, okay? And there's no case of bar ruining a plowed field, right? These are things that cannot fall into a bar. First, we don't like this chat Rashi because these are not things that are halakhically a putter on my bar. It's just impossible technically for a bar to ruin a field. Okay, but Lamaisa, that's the way Rashi explains it over here. And therefore, the difference between Asian bar is nothing to do with Talmud, nothing to do with Kalim. It has to do with these type of rocks and things like that, which are things that a bar cannot damage, whereas an H could. Maskevler of Ashi, I have another one. Listen, Chaimer Basharmi Rebar, Shashar Chayev by Sharp Sulem Ekdashan. The halach is if you have an animal that was hegdish to be a carbon, and then something happened, and the animal became, got a balmum or something like that, so you're paida the animal, and now the animal, you take the money, you buy a carbon. Fine. What do you do with this animal to draw paida? So the halach is that animal is called a Sharp Sulem Mikdashin, which means you're allowed to shecht and eat the animal, but you have to be careful, and you have to be, you have, there are halachas that apply to it. If the animal dies, 
So you cannot do anything with the meat and stuff like that because you're not allowed to feed it to dogs or things like that. So if the animal comes in a vela, you're not allowed to feed it to dogs, you just bury it or you burn it, but you're not allowed to feed it to dogs. Okay, so what does that have to do with our Gemara? So the Gemara says something very interesting. The Halacha says, by, when the animal falls into the bar, it says, as well, Darshan and Amr Beis, Vahameis Yihiyah Okay, that normally that what that means is the vameisi aloi. It says the baal bar yishalem vameisi aloi. In this case, so normally you would say that he gets to keep the the dead animal, and the dead animal has some value and use to it. We'll see at base who gets to keep it. it. Doesn't say who, but we'll see who gets to keep it. But in a case where you're dealing with sharp sulimigdoshin. Which means that the mace has no use anymore. You can't use it to feed a dog. You can't use it to anything. So in that case, you're not going to have this halacha of bar. Rashi says, "Shenifdev enough of bar, potter balabar." Even though normally an animal falls into a bar, you're going to be chayiv. Over here, it's a special gzeisakosim that that halacha only applies when vahamesihi eloi. When you could use the dead carcass of the animal. In a case of sharp sulim mikdashim, when you cannot use the dead carcass of the animal, there is going to be no halacha of chiyav bar. Whereas, shar there would be. Because this lemaisa is not a shar of hektish anymore. Lemaisa, you were paided, shar of hektish, you said your are on. This animal is not a shar of hektish anymore. You were paided. It still has this din that you can't, you can't just feed the, the carcass to a, dead, to a dog or something like that. So it has halachas, but lemaisa does not belong to hektish. So therefore, shar you would be chayavon, but bar not. So why is this not listed in the differentiations that the prices says? Mashain came a bar. Says who if we said we're going to cheat this Rabbanon, in which case there was already items missing from this list. We were missing Tamun and we were missing Kalim Bar. So I did Shire Hak, Hak. So okay, there are items missing. This is another item missing. It's not a comprehensive list. El Yamat Rabbi Yehuda, according to Yehuda, which says Yechayvan Tamun and Yechayvan Kalim Bar, in which case our list so far has been comprehensive and full. So, my, so if that's the case, my shire, the high shire. So what else would be missing? If you're going to tell me that it left out Sharp Sula McDoshim, there must be something else missing. What else could there be? So there is Dosh Beniroi. What about a case where someone plowed a field, and the field is all nice and ready to go, and now comes along an animal and ruins everything that you set up in the field. The field was ready to be planted, and a shark comes along, we didn't care, and ruins everything you did over there. So in that case, the arsha would be chayv, even though you didn't damage anything that's broken, but the might cost you money, so the shah would be chayv. Whereas, again, a bar cannot be chayv on such a thing, because a bar cannot ruin your field. It's just impossible. <coughs> it's a technical issue. So we do have another situation, says the Gemara Luchara, where you have a halacha of differentiation between shar and bar that was left out of the b'risa. So just like it left that out, it left out shar b'shulim as well. So according to everybody, that's not a comprehensive list. So I'm going to that true. Imi shum dash lav shiru. That's not a missing item. The hotona shekain darke lelech lazik, as we just said, dosh b'nirai. It's not a halachic issue that a shor is chayev on ruining a plowed field and a bar. It's not. It's the nature of those things that a shor moves and therefore a shor can ruin like a field. Whereas a bar doesn't move and therefore a bar does not ruin a field. So it's not a halachic issue. It's a nature issue, and that was already listed as the difference between shor and bar that a shor moves and a bar does not move. And therefore, the Gemara bleib schwer that according to Yehuda. There's only one halacha missing from this price, and that's the differentiation between shar and between bar by sharp sulim mikdashim. does not answer why that item is not is not included. Why does that item is not listed in this comprehensive list? 
Getting back to the mission. The mission said in Ibshan Alocha that if you're machshir of Nezek, you prepare it and you cause it, you're chayef. But if you're ma- and then the Mishnah had said, if you're machshir part of the Nezek, you're also going to be fully chayef. And we did not explain yesterday what does that mean? What does that mean you prepared part of a Hezek? So now the Gemara explains that. If you're partially responsible, then you're going to be fully responsible to pay. What's the case? Someone goes along and digs a hole, but only nine tfachim deep. So we said that normally the is, if you dig a bar that's nine tfachim deep and an animal falls into it, you're going to have to be chayef for hezik, that's called to the animal. If the animal dies from it, you're totally putter. Because that indicates that normally a ten, nine tef of the hole should not cause an animal to die. If the animal dies, clearly the animal must have had a heart attack or something like that, and nothing to do with the bar that you dug. Okay, so if it's nine, you only chayev on hezek. So what if Ruben digs a whole nine tefachim? Comes along Shimon and he digs it one tefak deeper, and now an animal falls into it and gets either hurt or dies. Who's going to be chayev now? Are they both chayev? Ruben because he dug nine and Shimon because he dug the tenth? Or is only Shimon chayev because he dug that final tefak? So that's the halach of the Mishnah. Once Shimon makes this bar, a bar that's right to kill an animal totally, now Shimon is going to be chayev whether the animal dies or even if the animal only gets injured. Even though Ruvain would have been chayev on the injury by itself, once Shimon turns it from a bar that's chayev in Hezek to a bar that's even chayev on Misa, now Shimon is the one who's fully responsible for everything that happens in the, in the bar, and that's the halach of the Mishnah. Says more the like Rebbe, but the Rebbe argues in the Salacha. The Sanya Chayfer Bartesh Shabbach Vashlim Asara Ha'Acharin Chayev, like our Mishnah. Rebbe Yomer depends. Acha Acharin the Misa. If an animal falls in there and dies, so obviously it's only Shimon who caused that Misa. But Acha Shneim Lenizokim. But if the animal falls in there and breaks its leg, which it could have done when it was only nine Tfachim deep. Then in Echanami, you split the Hezek, and Reuben and Shimon each pay fifty percent. So Rebbe would argue on that on our Mishnah in that Halach. Or, Rav Papa Amar, Lemisa, Vidibi Akol. Rebbe doesn't have to argue in our Mishnah. Maybe when our Mishnah said, Yechayv on the whole thing, it was talking about the Misa, if the animal dies. Everybody agrees if the animal dies, only Shimon is going to be Chayv, even though he only dug one Tefach. Still, he's going to be Chayv in the whole Hezek. Ikud Yami, that's exactly the way we said it. Lema Deloik Rebbe, the Chayv, our Mishnah is not like Rebbe, because according to Rebbe, they're both Chayv for Hezek. And Amar Rav Papa, Lemisa, Vidibi Akol. Very good. So that's Pshat in our Mishnah when it said Machshir Miktsas Nizkoi. It's talking about if you added on an extra Tefak. What the Mishnah doesn't say, and the Mepharshim discusses, what if the first guy dug eight and the second guy dug one? So Sacha calls only nine. And now an animal falls into it. Are we also, according to the other sheet, are we Chayev also only Shimon? Or in that case, since he didn't, and he didn't the etzim changed the bar, maybe in that case you would split the hezek. That's not clear from our Gemara. It's a discussion that we shine. Now the Gemara is going to go through a whole list of items that Lechari we also could have said are this kind of contributory negligence that you should be high of, all, of the whole thing if you only contributed partial. The Gemara threw a whole bunch of questions. Maskeflar bizer. Mesuleka. Lechari can find you another case where you only did part of the hezek and Lechari you're high on the whole thing. Vaik. What about this case? Masr the Adam. You have five people watching an animal. One of them did a bad job, and the animal got out. So everybody was doing a, a job. One guy was negligent. So he did partial hezek lecher, vehezek, and chayev. Then you're going to be chayev. What's the case? Hold on. If you're going to say that he caused it, mamish, it was his fault. So then pshita, that's not hechsher miktsas niskoi. That's hechsher kol niskoi. He was the one who caused the whole thing himself. Okay. 
the Pshita, the Yukovit, he did the whole thing. Ella de Balaviulgamimimta. Must be talking about a case that really he did nothing. The truth is, when you only needed four people to watch this animal. You didn't need five. And when he walked away, he left four competent people to watch the animal, and then it got out. So if that's the case, my covet, then he's not chayv at all. So this is not a case where you did partial and you chayv all. Either you did all and you chayv all, or you did nothing and you're putter. So it says the Gemara, this would, Dravzeris case is a nice theory, but it's not actually fit the criteria for our Mishnah. Mask of Lavshashim says we want another case. What if Reuben lights a fire and Shimon goes and adds fuel to the fire? He adds bundles of hay to the fire. And by adding bundles of hay to the fire, the fire goes and burns down someone else's field. So in that case, Reuben lit the fire, Shimon added the fuel. So this is similar to the case of the bar. So this is also a case where you, you had contributory <laughs> negligence and you're going to be chayef. So no, again, hechidami. If the fire was not going to go burn down Levi's house without Shimon adding the fuel, pshita, then Shimon did the whole thing. It wasn't Shimon did partial. Shimon did it all. And therefore, that doesn't fit our Mishnah. El de Blavi Yuazla, what are you talking about? The fire would have gone and burned down the house anyways? So the mic of it, Shimon did nothing. Adding fuel to a fire that already exists that would have gone and burned down the house anyways, Shimon did nothing at all. Therefore, Shimon's not going to be chayv at all. Again, this case does not fit our Mishnah. No. So the fire was the fire was there already. So what, therefore, what? Who's responsible, Ruvain or Shimon? If the fire would have gone and burned down Levi's house, Ruvain schayev. If not, Shimon schayev. But Shimon did the whole thing. There was no hesitation here. There was no danger at all to that house until Shimon came along. And therefore, it's not hechsher mikzas niskoy. It's hechsher kol niskoy. Ella says the Gemara Maskeflor of Papa says another case. For Yikur, we have the following price of the Sanya. Hey, she Yashvel Asafsal. Oh, famous case. Five guys are sitting on a bench. Echad. They're all sitting there. Bench is fine. Nice, strong bench. A sixth guy comes and sits down on the bench with Shavroi. So, so now the fifth guy is going to be responsible for breaking the branch. We're talking about one of the Talmudin there. His name was Papa Baraba, who was a heavy guy. And when he sat on it, boom, the whole thing broke. So, this is a case of contributory negligence. Again, it's just. If the, all those five people were not sitting on it, just Papa Baraba sat on it, the Chayyim would not have broke. It only broke because they were there and he was there. And you're saying he's Chayyim. So the Chayyim, you see, again, a case where you did part of the Hezek, and we're telling you, see, that the last one is Chayyim. That should fit our Mishnah. So wait a second. What's the case? If they could have sat on it all day and nothing would have broken, so then Pshita, he did it. He was the Mazik, not them at all. Okay. If it would have broke eventually when they were sitting on it, if it would have broke, you know, maybe in a few minutes from now, so then Saif, Saif, so Mike of it. So then he didn't do anything, right? It was going to break anyways. Okay. So therefore, either, again, this is a similar case where either he's fully responsible or he's not responsible at all. So fine, this doesn't fit our Mishnah, but what's shot in the Bryson? Remember, the first two cases that we brought were just theoretical uh, cases. This case of Papa brought is a Brysa. So what's Pshat in the Brysa? The Brysa says Papa Baraba is Chayef. Why? These five guys are sitting on it, and it would have eventually would have broken. But it would have broken in two hours. So, you know, it gets slowly, 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 and then it would have broken. Now, when he comes along, he sits down, boom, it breaks right away. Oh, so that's a Chiddush already. How do you look at that? Now, this is still not a case that would fit in our Mishnah. Because Lamaisa, he broke it. 
Lamaisa, he's totally the one who broke it. And therefore, it wouldn't have fit in our Mishnah, but it is a Chiddush to say Lamaisa is going to be Chayv. Because these five people would have said, what do you mean we were responsible? If it wasn't for you, we would have gotten up and fight. We saw it was starting to bend. We were going to get up. And therefore, you came and it broke now. So wait a second. So why Taka didn't they get up? So why can't Papa Rabba say? So why didn't you? If you saw me sitting down, and you know when I sit down, it's going to break. You guys should have gotten up, and therefore you do contribute to the, to the breaking. You should be chayiv. He leaned on them. And Rashi is interesting. He leaned on it. Two points. A. He never really sat down. He just leaned, and he didn't let them get up. He like leaned over them so they couldn't get up. So they're not responsible for not getting up. And boom, now it breaks. So if that's the case, Pshita. So what's the Kiddush over here? He leaned on them. They couldn't get up. Obviously, they're not going to be Chayv because they couldn't get out of the way. So of course he's Chayv. What's the Kiddush? Lamaisa, he never touched the bench. Right? He never actually sat down on the bench. He leaned on them and created extra pressure and weight, which broke the bench. So that's only koichoi. His koich is the same as his guf. If he would have sat on the bench, it would have broken, he'd be chayef. If he sat on them, which added extra pressure onto the bench, that would also be chayef. But this is not a case of miktsas niskoi. This is a case of kol niskoi, and therefore that's not a case that fits into our mission. We have other cases. Right? So there's a big fight. They're all beating up this little weakling guy. Ten guys are beating up one guy. And the poor, the poor victim dies. They're all potter because you don't know who killed them. It's impossible to know who gave the hit which killed the guy. So it's going to be potter. It depends. If it's bizarre, so one guy hits, and the second guy hits, and, the third, and then the fifth guy hits, and now he dies, the fifth guy is going to be Chayv Misa, they should cure of Misa. Now, clearly, in this case, he didn't do it all. Clearly, the first four guys contributed to the death of this person. So, this Lechayv would be a good case of Migtsas Nizkoi, that you're Chayv and Kol Nizkoi. Says, well, you're right, but Pekatol, Ekamari. This is not a case really of Hezek. This is a case of Misa and the Kim and whatever else will be applying over here, and therefore that's why this is not listed in the case in our Mishnah. Another reason this is not listed in our Mishnah, but Kamari. This is a case of Machlaikis. Tanakama said in this case, it's Mashma, you're not going to be Chayv at all, because they all contributed, you know which one really did it. And therefore the Mishnah didn't want to say a case which is a Machlaikis. What do you mean? You don't want to say it's machloikis. Vokim the delayker rabbi, delayker rabbi. We already said the first case in the Mishnah of Bar, where you dig the extra thing. We said according to the rabbanon, the last one's chayiv. According to Rabbi, they're going to be both chayiv. So we already picked the case which is a machloikis. So I don't know. Delayker rabbi, rabbanon akminan. To say our Mishnah is the rabbanon, not rabbi, that makes sense. It's shitas rabbanon, shitas rabbim. There could be yudim b'seiv delayker rabbanon akminan. But to say our Mishnah is going by according to yudim b'seiv connected the rabbanon and say it's talking about a case where according to yudim b'seiv you chayv the last guy hit him. That we don't want to say because you don't want to pick a Mishnah as Shitas Yachid as opposed to Shitas Ram. So we came out, all these cases are interesting cases, but the only case where you actually have the criteria of Migtsas Nizkoi and that you're going to be Chayef totally is in a case where one person dug nine, the other person dug the tenth, and now according to not Shitas Rebbe, even for Hezek, the last person is going to be Chayef for all Hezek in the bar, not the rest. The Mishnah then said, Chayefti B'Tashlume Nizkoi. It says, Why didn't you say you're for the Hezek? What is that extra word, Tashlume? Obviously, Chayev means money. What does the word Tashlum mean? 
So Zumar, it's a play on words. There's a play on words in the following halacha. That if an animal falls into my bar, and the animal was worth a thousand shekel, it falls into the bar and it dies. Okay? Ten tafak bar, the animal dies. Now, the dead animal has worth. The, the leather is worth money. The meat is worth money to feed to a dog or something like that. So the dead animal is worth money. So let's say the dead animal is worth a hundred shekel. How much do I have to pay to the owner of this animal now? The balabar. Now, how much does the balabar be responsible to pay? Says the Bryce of Tashlume Niskoi. You have to complete the Hednezik, meaning you have to fill up what was missing from what he has. He had an animal that was worth a thousand. Now the animal is only worth a hundred. You have to be mashlim. You have to complete the missing nine hundred. You don't have to pay him a thousand and you have his dead animal on your hands. No. You have to pay him 900, and it's the Baal Hashar's responsibility to deal with his dead animal. Says the Gemara, how do we know that that's true? We're going to bring three different sukkim. The Pasuk says, when a human being hits an animal, he punches an animal and, and hurt, injures it, right? So we say, you should fill in the missing damage. Again, you see that you only have to pay the difference between the live animal and the dead animal. We have another Pasuk. Pasuk says, by a shamer. If you're watching something and the animal gets hurt, so it depends if it was Geneva, Aveda, Peshamasakha, Shabakinam. The Pasuk says in Tarafi Taraf, the animal gets killed. You have Yeyu aid. If you could bring an aid and a witness that that's that it wasn't your fault, you'd be potter. Hatrefa, lo yishalim. Then you don't have to pay. But we make a play on words over here. Ad hatrefa yishalim, trefa atzmalayisham. Instead of reading an aid, we read it ad. And therefore we say, up until the value of the dead animal you pay, meaning you pay the difference. But the value of the dead animal you don't have to pay, because that's not Hezek. He has a dead animal, it's fine. Chizkiyam, our third Pasuk, Meyocha. It says, Vahamesi Eloi, the Pasuk we just said, by, by Shor HaMuid, Oynayda Kishor Nagachom Itbal Shosh HaVleish Menu Balav, Shalim Yishalim Shor Tachashor, Vahamesi yeah, loy. Now, loy is a difficult word because loy is a pronoun. Who is the loy over here? The mazik or the nizik? So, the nizik, the nizik keeps his dead animal. The chaintan of the bechiskiv amesi loy. How do you know? Maybe the mazik gets the dead animal. Who's the loy? Amr loy kachay. That's apshat. What do you mean, my loy kachay? What do you mean that's apshat? How do you know how to read it? Amr abay, I'll tell you why. Isakodaytech nevela de mazik have lichter rachman ashar tachashar. Just say, I have to pay you a new shar tachas the shar that was damaged by my shar. Felicia, I can be quiet. Why is that said? Amesia loy. Shvamin al nizik. The pastor is telling you the nizik gets the dead animal, and the mazik fills in the difference. Says Marvet Srikha. We need all three of these drushes. The When you punch the animal, and a human being punched the animal, you know why over there you don't have to deal with the dead animal? That's not a normal case. Human beings don't normally fight with animals. And since it's not a normal case, we'll be makele on you as the mazik and say that the nizik deals with the dead animal, and you only have to make up the difference. But by the case of a shaymer, the shriach, it's, it happens that animals get hurt by other animals. Maybe then the nizik can give you the dead animal, and you the mazik have to pay the full value, so it teaches you no. Right, by the case of trefer, you didn't do the damage. You were negligent as a shamer, but you didn't do it directly, so we're makeup. Of a maki behemoth, when you hit the animal yourself, maybe we'll be machmer on you and say you have to pay the full value. To be a daimim, a fine. Each one is makeup for a different reason. 
of a Macy Eloy, in the case where your animal gored another animal, the Shkicha, it normally happens, Ubi a diamond, it's a direct damage of your mummim, Aim Eloy, there you would have to be deal with the dead animal, no. Vyashmin a Macy Eloy, if we only had that this halacha applies, in a case where your animal did damage, we shouldn't have a minor kamazik, over there it's your animal doing damage. When you're punching the animal, or you're negligent as a shamer, where you're doing it, maybe we'll be machmer on you, and make you pay the full value, and you deal with the dead animal. All these cases, by a shamer, by a person, and by a mom and a mazik, the nizik keeps the dead animal, and you have to be yashli mena, you have to make up the difference. bomb kasha. Without this halacha, have a minute available the maziki. You would think the mazik keeps the dead animal. What does that make any sense? We just said halacha. We spent the last three blot. Shava kesef kikesef. I can pay the the nizik back anything I want. I can pay him cash. I can pay him fields. I can pay him raisins, or I can pay him piles of dead animal meat. Piles of dead animal meat to shove a kesef. So therefore, even if the halacha would be that the mazik ki'ilu keeps the nevela, but he could always give the nevela as payment, so what's the chiddush in this whole halacha? If I could pay any shove kesef, a dead animal is worth money, I can give it to the nizik as payment. What is the chiddush of this whole halacha? So do Dami boy, so for sure I can give him his own dead animal. So what is the chiddush in this whole halacha? And I'll tell you what the Kiddush is. But Nitzchel, a halacha called Pchas Nevela. Pchas Nevela means when the animal drops dead in the, in the bar, okay, so it was worth a thousand, now it's worth a hundred. Till they get the animal out of the bar and go to Bezdin, blah, 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 and put it, the animal's not going to be worth a hundred anymore. Now it's only going to be worth seventy-five. When I actually am paskin the Bezdin, I owe the money, and I want, if I was using this animal as Shava Kesef Kekesef, I would only be able to pay him back with an animal dead carcass that is already rotted that's only worth seventy-five shekel. The Pazik is telling me that it's not the Pshat that it, it was mine, and now I'm using it as payment, and therefore when I give it to him, it's only worth 75. No. Torah is telling you it was never Hezek on that in the first place. And therefore, since at the moment it died, it was worth 100, therefore I only have to pay him the difference of the 900, and it's, as we'll see tomorrow, it's the Nizik's problem to deal with this dead animal, not my problem at all. And that's the Kiddush of all three of these Pesukim, of the Lach of Pchas Nevela, that you evaluated at the time that it died, not at the time when you're trying to go make a payment. We'll see more about that in the Mitzvah tomorrow.